friends it is story time from kovaiwani and i'm malti jayakumar telling you the moving heart-wrenching story of a happy young girl on the threshold of marriage who is dealt a drastic blow by destiny listen to what happens when fate plays with our lives the story is called the awakening Aruti ran her hand slowly down her neck. Her long brown fingers traced the full curve of her breasts and moved down over the large distended line of her big belly, big with child. All at once she felt the small life kicking within her and her hand stood still, arrested in its motion. She shuddered as she had done several times before, shuddered with fright and disgust at the thought of this life which she sustained with her life blood. The camp around her was dark and quiet, broken only by a few tired moans and the soft sobbing of someone crying in her sleep. Blessed was the night for it brought Arathi a few precious hours of privacy from the early hours of the dawn till nightfall the refugee camp was milling with people doubled up with grief loss or hunger people who gossiped told tales of horror or cried hysterically these were people whose lives have been ripped apart in the process of the creation of Bangladesh there were many people who came offering help but they were so overwhelmed by the tragic sight that they beat a hasty retreat not knowing quite how to deal with it with it all a few brought timely and sensible aid and comforted others by their very presence while others came full of curiosity and lapped up the harrowing experiences so that they could write it up and package it for the next day's newspaper or magazine spiced up with a masala of a fertile mind to titillate their readers it was during the day that arthi felt like a hunted animal she wanted to hide herself in some dark corner far far away from prying curious pitying eyes Arathi's thoughts fled back over the long nine months to that fateful day. 
She was a carefree 18-year-old just waiting to be married the next week to her childhood friend and sweetheart. The days fled by in happy anticipation and daydreams. She was returning from a short stay with her grandmother in an adjoining village. Her bright green sari tucked up almost above her knees, her silver anklets flashing against her smooth brown skin. She came hopping and skipping, humming a little tune. It was a balmy winter evening, the mellow sun filtering through the treetops while the birds twittered in frenzied conversation before returning to their nests. Arati was just about to emerge from the woods when she remembered that her parents had cautioned her not to venture out too late. You never knew who might be around. The Pakistani soldiers or the Indian soldiers who had come to help the Mukti Bahini. Women were easy game any time, but more so in times of war. Too late, she realized. She had dawdled on the way and within striking distance of her village, she was aware of a strange and unusual quiet in the evening air. A sudden uneasy fear clutched at her heart as she sped forward swiftly over the damp earth. Just as suddenly, she stopped dead in her tracks. It was an appalling sight. Her house was burned down and the neighbouring houses too were charred and mutilated. The acrid smell of smoke and burnt flesh assailed her nostrils. People she had known were frozen in grotesque postures of death. A slim, dark arm thrust out weirdly from the middle from the rubble as if asking for help. A mute gesture of helplessness and a testimony to what lay beneath. She stifled a scream and the half-cry that rose to her lips ended in a choking sob. She called out half-heartedly and said, Ma! Oh, Ma! But even as she called, she knew that all was lost. Her call was only a token so that she could hear her own voice and break that deathly silence. It was just to convince herself there was that she was really a part of the gruesome nightmare. Her mind had already registered the loss, the helplessness and the futility. As she stood transfixed, her eyes upon the ruins of a house that she held all her laughter, her ears caught the furtive sounds of moving feet. She whipped around, her large eyes scanning the gathering gloom. Her heart thudded wildly when she discerned a semicircle of four dark forms. They moved nearer and nearer, and she, the poor cornered prey, stood petrified. She turned to run, but a muscular hand caught at her hair and yanked her back. She fell on the stone, slashing her leg, but... She felt no pain, only terror. She nearly swooned at the sight of the four men and the smell of sweat and blood that rose from them. She fought them tooth and nail till her clothes were torn to shreds with very little to shield her lithe young body from her lecherous gaze of the men. She fought them till her skin was streaked and swollen with their nail marks and their beatings. She fought every moment 
till she mercifully lost consciousness. When her senses cleared, the pain was unbearable, and in that moment all hope died within her. She gave one long piercing scream and then blissfully lost consciousness again. When she woke up, she did not know if it was the same night or the next. When she found she was still alive, the first feeling was not one of relief but of shame and repulsion. She wished she were dead. She glanced down surprised at her naked bruised body as if it did not belong to her. She tried to stand up but the shooting pain told her that her right leg was badly sprained. She crawled little by little in search of water and clothing. She stripped a corpse and clothed herself. It took much longer to reach the pond behind her house and that was when she found the bodies of her parents and brothers. Even the faintest hope of finding at least one of her family alive was snuffed out. Arati's future is bleak. What can she do now, bereft of family, humiliated and savagely raped by four men? Will she commit suicide or will she fight society? Will she succumb to prostitution as a way of life? Write to us with your views on kovaivani at kovaikare.in. I'll tell you the rest of the story soon. Till then, bye and keep safe. Hello friends, this is Malati Jayakumar from Kovaivani. To continue the story of Aruthi, who has been gang-raped and left to die. But a death does not come so easily. Listen now to how she copes with the vagaries of destiny. திட்டிணைப்பாளர்கள் டாக்டர் ஆர் ஸ்ரீதர் மற்றும் ஆலோக் வர்மா அவர்கள் வானொலி ஒருங்கிணைப்பாளர்கள் பூஜா முராடா கௌசல்யா மற்றும் சாய் சுதா அவர்கள் தயாரிப்பாளர்கள் கோவை வாணி கோவை கேர் ரிட்டையர்மெண்ட் கம்யூனிட்டிஸ் நீங்கள் ஒரு மூத்த குடிமகனாக இருந்து உதவி தேவைப்பட்டால் எங்கள் எல்டர் லைன் ஹெல்ப் லைனை தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழு இல் தொடர்பு கொள்ளவும் காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை ஒரு சிறந்த வாழ்க்கையை வாழ உங்களுக்கு உதவி செய்ய நாங்கள் உறுதி அளிக்கிறோம் மறுபடியும் கேளுங்கள் தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழு காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை That's all for today folks. Be safe. Fight covid with two vaccinations. Wear a mask when you go out. Keep safe distance. Observe proper hygiene. We must win. We will win. Thank you.